Okay, good evening. Hope you're all doing well. A good Nashana Raba and a good Nair Shabbos and a good Nair Yantif. He's got this should be a beautiful Yantif filled with Simcha. We had just learned a uh, Machlokas in the previous Gemara, a Machlokas that played out <laughs> between Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Yehuda. And the case was um, the one that we were talking about earlier of Hamakadesh Bechelko. If a man tried to be Makadesh, a woman, with a portion of a korban, would they be considered married? Remember the story, Reb Meir died, Reb Yehuda said to the Talmidim, none of the Talmidim are allowed in the base measure, Simcha snuck in, he taught this din. Lemaisa Reb Yossi, push Reb Meir, push Reb Yehuda to Paskin on it. And Reb Yehuda says that if a person is Mikadesh, a woman, with a chelek of a korban, so a korban that's uh, kadshe kachim or kachim kalim. So the halacha is that according to Rabbi Yehuda, they're mekudesh. Yes? According to Rabbi Yossi, they're not a machlokas. So it says the Gemara on the last few words of Nun Beis Mid Beis, Omar of Yochanan, onto the top of Nun Gimel of Aleph, that it's really not a machlokas anymore. Nimnu v'gamru. They voted. And what did they say? Hamekadesh b'chelko, a person who proposes to a woman with a chelak of his korban, it's a zero. And this is even Aliba the Rebbe Yehuda. Uniquely, this is even according to the Shita of Rebbe Yehuda. However, much as Rabbi Yochanan says that there's no longer a machlokas about this, Rav disagrees. So there's a machlokas if we have a machlokas. According to Rabbi Yochanan, there's no machlokas. If a man proposes from a korban, they're not married. According to Rav, there still is a machlokas. Second line, Rav Amar Adain hi machlokas. However, Amar Abaye Kavase, the Rav Yochanan Mistabra. Abaye, who was a couple of generations later, three generations later, he was of the opinion that Rav Yochanan is right, that there is no machlokas anymore. We're right now going to learn a longer brisa. The brisa is about, uh, that will take us down till about two thirds of the way down, and then we'll see how we prove that Rabbi Yochanan is right, right? That's Abaye's, Abaye's tactic. The Tanya. Let's say that you and I were Kohanim, and they're apportioning out different things that are given out to Kohanim, parts of a korban mincha, parts of a korban zvachim, whatever the case may be. What if you and I want to do treaties? Let's say, I'm sure it didn't happen that there were Kohanim that were vegetarians. That doesn't make any sense. But if there were, so then maybe the vegetarian would say, I'll take two portions of a mincha, and you'll take two portions of a zevach, of the animal. Reasonable? Says the Bryce in no way, Tanya. You're not allowed to trade with other kohanim. That which is allocated to you as a mincha goes to you. That which is given to you as a korban goes to you. You can't trade your portion to anybody else. The Gemara says, how do we know you're not allowed to do tradesies? And from this pasuk, the chachamim learn that the kohanim are not allowed to trade anything. Whatever was theirs was theirs, and that's what they kept. Yeah. What? Not nothing to do with value. Now we'll see. You'll see in a minute how all this plays out. Perhaps we should say that the reason why menachos and zvachim, why flower uh, korbanos and animal korbanos can't be traded, is shelokamu tachteim bedalus, is because mincha is often a replacement for certain korbanos, but not for zvachim, says the Gemara. But perhaps, but we know from Chumash that if a person's not able to afford a, uh, a korban that's a bird, he's allowed to replace with menachos. And perhaps, says the Gemara, welcome. Perhaps, says the Gemara, that maybe we should say that because a, uh, a korban mincha can replace a bird, 
maybe I can do my uh, portion with a bird. You and I can trade bird portions for Menachos portions. Talmud Lomar, nine lines down or so. Because of this pasuk, which is basically extraneous, we therefore see that even if it were to be that the Menachos, which is a reasonable replacement for Ophos, still no tradesies. Yochel, perhaps we should say that there's a reason for that. Maybe there's a difference between flower and there's a difference between birds because one is flower and one is blood. They're just not the same profile. They're not the same thing. But perhaps, But maybe we should be able to do trades. Me and you as a Kohen, I prefer chicken. You prefer meat. Everybody's happy. I'll take two portions of chicken. You take two portions of meat. Not allowed. Because that's another type of korban for menachos. And we learn from these extraneous words that no trades even for two things of the same type. Says the Gemara, all right, well, maybe there's a svar there. Maybe the reason why we can't do trades when it comes to birds and ofos is that the birds were killed by Malika, by the nail of the Kohen. Masha'in came with regular zvachim. They were shechted with a shechita knife. Fine. Aval, perhaps a third of the way down. Maybe But maybe if you like flour that's barley flour and I like flour that's wheat flour, uh, I'll take a double of barley. You take a double of wheat. Says the Gemara again, no, no trades here either. Any type of mincha that has oil in it, nothing to trade. Nothing at all. Everybody must take the portions that are given to them. The Gemara pushes on further. You might have thought, Maybe when there are different types of korbanos, of uh, korbanos mincha, maybe those can't be traded. Marcheshes versus machvas. Shazuma sehem rakim. Zuma sehem kashim. Because one of these types of korbanos uh, yields a softer dough and one of them deal, yields a harder dough. Aval, perhaps, but maybe, perhaps, we should say that if the the korban mincha is identical, let's say it's the Karish family korban mincha that's a marcheshes, and the uh, the Shechter family that is marcheshes, maybe because they're mamish the same thing, we should be able to trade. Says the Gemara, no. Tamalomar, v'charva l'chol b'nei aron tiyeh. Okay, fine. As of now, no tradesies. This is what the Bryce says so far. We're both Kohanim. If I want double bird and you can get double uh, double cow, I want double flower, you want to get double bird. Any iterations therein, no trading. No trading. Whatever you get is what you get. He says the Gemara, Maybe these rules only apply with the highest level of a Korban, which is Kodesh, uh, it's Kodesh Kodesh. Kodesh Kodesh. However, maybe with less severe, but still very holy korbanos, we can trade. These two psukim, each speaking, one speaking about kodshay kodshim, one speaking about kodshim kalim. Very good. So no trading at all, not bekodshay kalim, and not bekodshay kodshim, nothing at all. And then one last part, which is really not relevant to what we need, but it is part of the brisa. <laughs> the Gemara says ish. The pasuk earlier had said ish. 
that a man who is a Kohen can get his portions, even if he's a Balmum and can't do the Avodah. But a Kohen who's a Katan cannot get his portion, even if he isn't a Balmum, even if he's a regular guy. Okay, end of Brysa. Let's go back to where we started so we can hold cup. Abaye said there's still a Machlokes, Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi. The question was, if I take some of my korban and um, I use it to be Makadesh a woman, Rabbi Yehuda says you're not married. Now, this brysa seems to be very, uh, very. I'm sorry, Rabbi Yehuda says you are married, says Mikudeshes. That's what he says on the bottom of Nunbeis Mubeis. This brysa seems to say that there's no trading at all. It's not yours for personal use. If it was for personal use, I can trade with you, but it's not. It's all Gavoa. And says the Gemara, we're two-thirds of the way down, three lines into the wide lines. Stam Sifra Money, who's the author of a regular brysa in Sefer Vayikra? Rabbi Yehuda. Oh, so now the Gemara is pulling an ace out of the sleeve. If we know that the general author of Brysa is in, Mas in Sefer Vayikra is Rabbi Yehuda. And if in this Brysa, and over here, this Stam Brysa, which must be Rabbi Yehuda, is showing that there's no Chilukim. I can't take your Mincha and give you my bird. I can't take your Zvachim and give you my Mincha. Nothing. Why not? Because it's not mine. So what would the din be over here if I was Mekadesh with nothing? That shows us the Rabbi Yehuda Shita is still alive and well, which means that there's Taka Machlokes. Because whereas Rabbi Yehuda on the previous page says Mekudeshes, here it seems he would say, so now we see that maybe Rav is right, and there's still a machlokas between Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi about getting married with a piece of a korban. Amar Rava, Rava says two thirds of the way down. This is going to be a problem for Rav, no matter what happens. Why? Let's take a look at the brisa. The Atanya, there was a time in history where there wasn't enough lechem upon him to go around. Everyone would get a little tiny little piece, not even a kezai, a very small amount, like a, uh, a pool, like a very bean size, a very small amount. Hatznu and moshchen The people who were more modest, who were more holy, they didn't take anything. But the hagar geronim, those who were starving, cholken, they would take portions. So what does this b'risa show you? That you can take portions, even of the lechem upon him, which is a very kodesh item. Kashyan Rabbi Huda so says the Gemara, no, 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 no. It doesn't mean that they were doing something correct and divvying up. I'll take two of your portions and we'll trade. That's not what was happening. My Chotvin, they were grabbing incorrectly. They should not have been taking it. They did the wrong thing. This is the end of the of that brisa about the Tznu and Moshe and The Gemara says, somebody took his own portion and the portion of one of his friends, which he should not have done. Says the Gemara, This Ganev, who took a double portion of a small amount of the Lechem upon him, earned the name of a Ben Chamson, this guy, the man who grabs, this guy who grabbed things that he shouldn't, that guy got that nickname for the rest of his life. That's not a good nickname. It's not good. And says the Gemara, we have took him to prove it. What's a Pasuk that indicates that the word Chamsan means to grab something when you shouldn't have? Says the Gemara, 
someone who grabs things that they should not. From a different pasuk, you should make straight or make happy those who were stolen from. That's how where the word chamot is used in the negative. And therefore, Rav Shita has been questioned. If we were poskim and we're not, we would assume assume that at this point the halacha is like uh, Rav Yochanan. Rav Yochanan holds there's no machlokas between the shitas of Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi. And in both cases, the din is lo kidesh. That if I take a portion of my korban and propose to a woman, she is not married. Why? Because it's mamon gavo. It's not my money. It belongs to somebody else. That brings us to the two dots, three-fourths of, <laughs> of the way down. So it's, it's as if she was never married, right? <laughs> yep. She doesn't need a debt. She nope, doesn't nothing. It's zero. Calling. It's like getting married to a street lamp. You know, like there's just nothing happening. There's no, there's no mechanics that could lead to this. This is not his money. It's mamon gavo. You want to go take a corner of the mizbech and break it up? It's not yours. You can't do it. right? But Yochanan's conclusion was that was that we uh, was that everybody holds that there's no marriage here. All right. So at the two dots, three fourths of the way down, maybe four fifths of the way down. We had learned in our Mishnah about the case of Meiser Shani. Meiser Shani, Ben Bishogig, Ben Bemezid, Lokidesh, Tibir, Rav Meir. Rav Meir was of the opinion that one way or the other, it would not work. You cannot get married with Meiser Shani. It's already a shtikul You can eat Meiser Shani. So we have to figure out, this is different than a korban. Why is Rav Meir so mockbit? We're going to spend time on this in a moment. Let's finish out the quote from our Mishnah. Rav Yehuda Omer, Shogig, Lokidesh, Bemezid, Kidesh. By accident, you're not married, but on purpose with Maestro Shani, you are. What does that mean? By accident, you're not. If you know you're doing something wrong, then it works. Very odd. All right, let's get into it. How do we know the Shita of Rav Meir? Rav Meir was of the opinion that a person cannot be Mekadesh with Maestro Shani. Why is he Makbid Bain Bishogeg Bain Bamezid? In the name of the Gemara. This was the tradition at that time. Everybody was on the same page. Rashi, four lines from the bottom. Everybody knew this. Uh, it's Our level of Shogor B'fiv is very low level. They... Memorized Mishnayas, we we might know a couple of things here and there. So everybody knew this. What did they know? The Pasuk says, What's the drush on Kodesh Lashem about Maiser Shini? Lashem who? Below the Kadesh Bo Isha. This is not for you. The Maiser Shini doesn't belong to you. You can't get married with it. Says the Gemara, wait one second. There's another area of halacha with another similar pasuk. Hare truma. In regards to truma, truma's meister, excuse me, deceive. Kain tarimu gamatem truma's Hashem. The previous pasuk by meister Shani said kodesh Hashem. Here we see truma's Hashem. And vitznan, what do we know? Hamakadesh betruma mekudeshes. That if a person were to get proposed to from truma, she is married. So why by meister Shani are we saying that if it says kodesh Hashem, she's not married? And by Trumas Meiser, when it says Trumas Hashem, they are married. So says the Gemara, because the loch siv bay la Hashem. It's Trumas Hashem, yes, but it's not Kodesh la Hashem. It's not inherently Kodosh. It's right, very gentle Chakira. I wait one second, another Kasha. Five lines from the bottom. Chala, 
from the world of Hashem. There we have the word Hashem. So maybe we should say by Chala that they're not married yet. What do we see? And Chala is a form of Truma. Important note, because otherwise this Gemara is difficult. Mekudeshes says the Gemara, yeah, but that... But that case of Chala also is lacking something in the Pasuk. The Pasuk of Maestro Sheni had the word Kodesh. But over here by Chala, by Truma, the Pasuk doesn't say Kodesh. Delochsi be Kodesh. I. what about Shviz? Hare Shviz, Dechsiba, Yovel hi Kodesh Tielachem. The word Kodesh is found by Shviz. And what if a man proposes to a woman with Shviz? We saw this already. Utsnana Mekadesh, Bepera Shviz, Mekudeshes. Here we see the word Kodesh. Says the Gemara, no, the si Lashem. Namely, in order for there to be a limitation on getting married with any of these items, we need a double language, Kodesh and Lashem. If you have both, like we have by Maishr Sheni, no marriage. But by Truma and by Chala and by Shviyas, they have one of those words or versions, but not full versions of those words. And therefore, in all of those cases, the Kedushin works. And the reason why, according to Rav Meir, why Bain Bishogig, Bain Bimezi, you're not married if a man proposes with Maiser Shani is because it, uh, it says in the Pasuk Kodesh Lashem. Finally, the Gemara throws down two lines from the bottom. Another Pasuk by Truma. Look what two words it has. It has Kodesh, it has Lashem. What? Uh, some of us, what? Well, it's also why this pasuk wasn't quoted earlier, and right? everything's coming from the from the psukim. So now the Gemara is grasping a little bit. It, it is reaching a little bit. It is because uh, But nevertheless, the Gemara does bring a beautiful text proof. And let's just articulate that that if the Neviim were calling that Kodesh Lashem, so what then were the Nevi'im trying to teach us? Says the Gemara, That was to make sure that Yisrael knew what was going on, that the Truma was Kodesh Lashem. Turning to the top of Nun Gimel Amad Beis, Yeah, that's true, but still, Shouldn't we have known that this was Kodesh Lashem Rashi? Bit me up. The fact that the Nevi'im are calling it Kodesh Lashem means that we should also call it Kodesh Lashem. So Kasha, the Gemara says you're 100% right. And the reason why Rav, uh, the reason why Rav Meir was of the opinion that we don't use Meister Shani to get married is not because of Sukkim that have Kodesh Lashem. He changes gears. Answer number two says the Gemara, Top of Nun Gimel Amid Beis, Tir Gemar Ravin, Saba, Kamei Derab, Amar Kra, Hu, Behaviyoso Yehei. It needs to be exactly like it is. It needs to be in that initial form. In the initial form of Maeser Shani, it's useless. She has to bring it to Shalayim. That's the only place she can eat it. And Behaviyoso Yehei, you cannot get proposed, but you cannot get engaged with Maeser Shani, and that's why. And we basically undo the last 12 lines of Gemara. What about Shvuiz? What about Maeser? Nothing. Done. The reason why is because Bahab Yasoye. All right, buckle up. We had learned in our Mishnah two different half shitas. <laughs> we learned two different half shitas. We had said in our Mishnah that Rabbi Yehuda Omer Bishoge Kidesh Bemezid Lo Kidesh. All right, so I skipped a line, sorry. Uvehektish Bemezid Kidesh Bishoge Lo Kidesh. 
in regards to hektish, if we were dealing with hektish, a man takes something that's hektish and he proposes. If he does it on purpose, they're married. If he does it b'shogeg, they're not married. And then Rabbi Yehuda Omer, b'shogeg kiddish and b'mezid lo kiddish. Rabbi Yehuda was the opposite. Omer of Yaakov, shamis minad Rabbi Yochanan tarte. Two things I learned, but I don't know how to interpret them. The shigigas meiser de Rabbi Yehuda and the shigigas hektish de Rabbi Meir. These are the two things that I need to understand. Shnehem, in both cases, by the shogeg of Meiser, according to Rabbi Yehuda, and by the shogeg of Hektish, according to Rabbi Meir, they both say that she's not miskadesh esbahem, but for different reasons. Chada, in one case, if he she'ein isha rotza, one case because a woman wouldn't want to, v'chada, and in the other case, if he she'ein shnehem rotzim, v'lo yadana haiminahu, and I don't know which one is which. Is it that in the case of Shogeg Meiser of Rebbe Yehuda, that's where only she's concerned and he's not? Or do we say no, that uh, that in the case of Shigigas Meiser of Rebbe Yehuda, they're both concerned? Which one is it? So Amr of Yirmiya, Anan. Let's analyze. We'll see two different approaches here. We're trying to figure out the case of Shigigas Meiser of Rebbe Yehuda and Shigigas Hegdish according to Rebbe Meir. We know it doesn't work. But why doesn't it work? Here's approach number one, a quarter of the way down on Nungimel Amad Aleph, according to Rav Yirmiya. Let's analyze. Let's talk about Meiser. We said by Meiser that Shigigas Meiser, according to Rav Yehuda, if I, if I propose Bishogeg with Meiser, I'm, she's not married. Meiser, ihi lo nichala, if it's Meiser Sheni, mishum tircha de orcha. A woman doesn't want to get proposed to with Meiser Sheni. at mikudeshes li, now she has to schlep for like a week to get to Yushalayim and pawn that into dollars. A big schlep or pawn the dollars into food. That's very annoying. But Ihu by him, Nichale. Because why? Because he's done now. Because once she gets that food, once she cashes out, they're married. But Ella Hektish. Maybe when it comes to hektish, he would disagree. And tarvayhu lo nichalahu denaschil hektish al Perhaps that when it comes to hektish, neither of them want to be involved with hektish because nobody wants to be involved in making hektish into chulin. Perhaps that's true. But for Rav Yaakov Amar ipchamistabra, I give you the exact opposite svar. What does he say? Milo. Couldn't I argue a third of the way down on Gimel Amad Beis that Meiser, when it comes to Meiser, he said to her, She's annoyed she has to walk for a week. He's annoyed he has to wait a week for them to actually be married. So maybe that doesn't work. But perhaps by Hektish, Maybe it's uncomfortable for her if she's proposing with hektish because her acceptance of the hektish is making the hektish chulen. But lemaisa ela ihu mi lo nichala denikni itza memela. But he's willing. He doesn't mind because they're instantly married. So we don't know how to attribute which approach to which person. Is the shigigas meiser of Yehuda where only she's concerned, or is the shigigas meiser of Yehuda where they're both concerned? And the same question can be asked in regards to the other case, which is the Shigigas Hektish. What? The Shigigas Hektish. Do we say that she's the only one who's concerned or he is? We don't know the answer to that. Machlokas. A couple of quick questions. Two thirds of the way down. Isha, 
If in regards to Hektish, a man proposes to a woman, and you're telling me, Lamaisa, that she's not Mis Kadeshes, what's the story with the money? Is the money Chulin now, or is the money still Hektish? Did you ruin it? So says the Gemara, Amar Isha ain Mis Kadeshes, Mo Hechach Yatu Lechulin. If, if they're not married, if nothing happened, okay, you're a fool. But if nothing happened other than you opening your mouth, saying, you're not smart, but nothing happened to that money to lower its status. Another question. What if I use hektish as a sale? Again, not a good idea, but I take hektish money and I buy a car with it. So it says the Gemara, what's the deal? If you use the hektish money to buy a car, your transactions is here's mechachtos. Zero. It says the Gemara, it's not true that the mecher is lokana. Why not? Because Eisve, we have a brisa from Maseches Me'ila. It's Osefta action. Here's the deal. In regards to Me'ila, we know that there's this person called a Shulchani. A Shulchani is a cash changer. You, he's the Kaspo man. You walk up to him with a $100 crisp American bill and he rips you off and gives you way too few shekel. That's what he does for a living. Good for him. That guy changes money so many times that if I give him Me'ila money, I'm not even the one who violates Me'ila. He is. Because it's so obvious what's happening here. Shulchani, we know what's going on. A balabai is a guy like me. My money doesn't, I mean, it does change hands too rapidly, but yeah, the average person has a bank account. Money sits in it. You don't trade your coins every day like a guy, like the guy at the Cosmo man. And then there's a Balabayas who's, uh, who's uh, uh, the Balabayas is that guy. And then in the middle is the Chenveni is the store owner. So here's the, in order. The Balabayas has the least money moving. The, um, the Chenveni, the store owner has more money moving. And the Shulchani has the most money moving. So it says the Gemara, how do we treat a Chenveni? The Chenveni who has like in the middle, he's not quite a Balabas. He's also not quite a Shulchani. So the Gemara says, Chenveni ke Balabais, Dibir of Meir. Yehuda Amar, Chenveni ke Shulchani. Amachlokes is a Chenveni in regards to Me'ila, more similar to a Balabais, in which we know the Balabais doesn't, is not such a big mover with money. Or is he like a Shulchani? So this is a Machlokes between Rabbi and Rabbi Yehuda. Says the Gemara, Ad kan lo kamiflage ela demar sabr Chenveni ke Shulchani umar sabr Chenveni ke Balabais. This machlokas Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Meir is only about how we define the chenveni. Is he more like the balabais or more like the shulchani? Aval alma ma'al. Everyone agrees that there's me'ila. So if everyone agrees that there's me'ila with hektish, that means that the mecher was a mecher. Something transacted. You told me five lines ago that if I take hektish and try to make a mecher, it doesn't work. That's not true. Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Meir both say that it's me'ila. Oh, so therefore says the Gemara, no. Rav Meir was only saying he wasn't saying according to his own shita. He was saying according to others. Lidi D says Rav Meir There's no me'ila. I hold there's no me'ila. Nothing. I hold there's nothing. But according to you at least admit to me. I know the Shulchani you're okay. I, I agree with the Shulchani. But the Chenvani, you should at least agree with me that he's like a balabayis. So that the Gemara says is a uh, uh, is his answer. But the reason why this is not such a strong question is because Rav Meir 
wasn't talking about his own shita. He was talking about Rav Yehuda. And if Rav Meir wasn't talking about his own shita, that means, as the Gemara already said, that Rav Meir himself holds that there's no me'ila in this case, and Rav Meir holds that there is no mecher with hektish. Let's review this last piece. The Gemara posed a question about mecher. If I take hektish and I buy something, I transact with you, I buy something from you with hektish, the Gemara says there's no mechira. I, the Brisa, says that there is mechira. No, only according to Rav Yehuda. But according to Rav Meir, with hektish, no kinyanim, zero. Which means it's also not chal. You didn't make it into, you didn't profane it and make it into chulin. Still hektish. Okay, very good. Omar Rav. Rav says, Chazarnu. Chazarnu al kol stadim shel Rav Meir v'lo matzinu hektish b'shogeg ein mischalel b'mezid mischalel. Look, I know we have our Mishnah where Rav Meir distinguishes between shogeg and mezid. But says Rav, I've scoured everything. Remember who Rav was, a Talmud of Rebbe. He had all of the Mishnayas, Kimat as we have them today, sitting in front of him and probably on some papyrus with Rabbi Huda's handwriting, Rabbi Nasi's handwriting. He says, I've watched everything. I've gone over it. We've never seen this distinction of Rav Meir that something can be, uh, and hektish can be, Bishogeg is not Mishchalel, and with Mezid it is. So therefore he says, our Mishnah's Taka not talking about that. Umishnoseinu is talking about something else. Bekitones kehuna shelobalu. We're talking about the garments that a Kohen wears, shelobalu, that are not worn down there in good shape, says the Gemara. Ho'il v'nisnu lehanos behen, lefi shelo nitna Torah now, when a Kohen is gifted, given this garment that he's supposed to wear as a Kohen, that garment is Kodesh, belongs to the Beis HaMikdash. But Be'etzem, you can't tell him that he can't have any Hanaf from it. It's not possible. If it's cold out, he's warmer. If it's drafty, he's got some clothes on. There's a degree of Hanaf. So it says the Gemara, because he's allowed to benefit from it, this is when Rav Meir says that b'shogeg ain mischalel, but b'mezid mischalem. He doesn't say it in general. Only in regards to the ketones of the Kohen. Asks the Gemara question. Wait one second, I need some clarity. Nun dal ramadalev, six lines down. Toshma, ketones kuna shebalu mo'alin bahem, divir Rav Meir. Rav Meir says that there is me'ila in regards to this garment, which is not what we said earlier. My lava filu lo balu. Would this also be true even if there wasn't Balu Machlokas on the previous Shita? Lo, Balu Dafka. Rav Meir only holds that way if they are Balu, not if they are low Balu. So our case was talking about low Balu, perfect clothing. But if they are Balu, there is Me'ila. Toshma, another question. Mo'alin bechadatin, ve'ein mo'alin be'atikin, diva Rabbi Huda. We learned about this many moons ago in regards to Shkalim. Shkalim in this, it's in the, where's Shkalim? It's in the last Seder? Of Shas? It's after Psachim, no? Oh, we learned it already. Couldn't remember when it happened. So Psachim Shkal. Oh, that, that maybe that's fine. Maybe, yeah. Okay. So we learned over there about uh, about the Machsit Sashek. And there we said that there's Me'ila with new coins, but there's no Me'ila with old coins. Shita Rabbi Huda. What does Rav Meir say? Rav Meir Omer, Mo'alin Afbe Atikin. There's even Me'ila by the old coins. Rav Meir was of the opinion that there's Me'ila even with leftovers of the Lishka. The Lishka was where all the monies were kept. And you can have Me'ila even by old coins. The Amai, why would you say that? Let's invoke 
the rule that Rav just said, which is you are allowed to benefit from it. How do we know that we're allowed to benefit from the lishka, from the money, from the from the, the coins that were atikin, that were old? Says the Gemara, we've walked by these structures. The walls of the city and the towers were built from those dollars. So pashat that those dollars are going to be usable. It's not. Says the Gemara, Wrong name, sorry, typo, it's not Rav Meir, it's really Rav Yehuda, Kasha is dissolved. Again, last question of the day, this will take us to the very top of Nandal and Medbezim, we'll stop. We're right, right now two-thirds of the way down. Our third question on uh, the sheet of Rav that we just learned, Toshma, Titania. Amar Rabbi Yishmol bar Rabbi be careful. The stones of Yerushalayim, if they fall out of a wall and you use them, I don't know what the walls of Yerushalayim are as it relates to this halacha. Does it mean the excavated rock around the Makkah Mikdash? Maybe. Does it mean the outer wall, what we call the western wall, the Kosal Ravi? I don't know. I don't know. Be careful. Rav Meir says that there is Me'ila with those things. Says the Gemara again, no kasha, lo tema, Reb Meir, ela ema, Reb Yehuda. Says the Gemara, hold on one second. Iema, Reb Yehuda, Yerushalayim, mi mekacha. Yerushalayim held, excuse me, Reb Yehuda held that those walls were not Kodesh. <coughs> After all, v'hatznan, ke'imra, ke'dirim, ke'etzim, ke'ishim, ke'echal, ke'mizbech, Yerushalayim. If I say that this bread is holy, just like an imra, like that animal, Kedirim, like that pen of animals, like the wood, like the fire, like the heichal, like the mizbech, like Yerushalayim. What does Rabbi Yehuda say? Rabbi Yehuda Omer, kol Omer Yerushalayim, lo amar klum. If you say Yerushalayim, it's a zero. L'chora, Rabbi Yehuda was of the opinion that the walls of Yerushalayim were not Kodesh. You can't swap out Rabbi Meir Shita over here with Rabbi Yehuda. That doesn't fit. Says the Gemara, v'chitema mishum de lo amar ke Yerushalayim. No, Rabbi Yehuda does hold that the walls are Kodesh. But that's when you say it's Ki Yerushalayim, not just Yerushalayim. You're going to make a piece of bread holy by saying Yerushalayim. That's not, it has to be Ki Yerushalayim, just like Yerushalayim. If you want to say that, that can't be. You can only talk about Beis HaMikdash stuff that is insufficient. So now we see that Rabbi Yehuda is no longer a viable replacement for Rav Meir. The Gemara says on the top of Nuntal Ramad Beis, and with this we'll close, There actually is a machlokas about Rabbi Yehuda. Do we say that Rabbi Yehuda holds that the walls of Yerushalayim are inherently Kodesh and that perhaps there's Me'ila? Or no, there is no sanctity to the walls of Yerushalayim and perhaps there is not. On Shabbos, we'll pick up Amir Sashem with a blot and a half, the balance of Nundalad Amid Beis and all of Nun Hey. These blot are not terribly long, it appears, and uh, then two days in a row. I have a very rough schedule this coming week. Monday, no, Tuesday and Thursday, we'll have Shear in the mornings. If I can swing it, I still have to look. The next week, Tuesday and Thursday, same deal. No Shear at nights. I'll text everyone all the information. Um, if I can't give a proper Shear with people here, I'll record a post. Stop right here. Wishing you all a beautiful night and a beautiful yanta.